from it. Yeah, a simple way of getting together, having a talk about, uh, you know, like describing in a sense how uh, the delusion works. In a way. You know, we're not trying to talk about how the reality works because we're not privy to that. But we can see here. You know, we see what's happening. We see the thoughts. And so we can learn how it works on that level, how the sort of dilemma works. And who knows why, it doesn't matter. Just the seeing of it tends to sort of loosen up the, the bonds, you know? That habit of always looking down in the sense of, I know. I know it sucks. I know it's never going to get better. That that little, like, like mental tendon is snapped, and you look up, and then you see, hey, the sky's pretty freaking clear. Yeah? And it's like you see a cloud today. You can tell, you can definitely say, this too shall pass. The cloud's going to pass. No matter how big it is, no matter how much potential the rain it is, it's going to come and go. What's holding it doesn't come and go. And in a sense, what we are doesn't come and go. Even though the vehicle that we seem to be in does, what we are doesn't come and go. So the doesn't come and go and the doesn't come and go match, yeah? And in that matching, you can see what's coming and going. So, and that, for, for me, that facilitates, it's like flowing down a river with a lot of hooks. Yeah? You can't break the, the momentum of life. It's happening, it's expressing, it's extending in time and space. So we're getting and as you go through a day or a month or a year, it's like you know, skillful means to navigate better, so that you travel lighter, so that instead of being so consumed with your survival and how you're doing, you can actually look around and participate in how others are doing. Yeah? Instead of just being a light unto yourself, which is beautiful, then that light being unto yourself it will shine on others, yeah? without any thought or intention on your part for that to happen. You just become of service. That's what light is in a way. Light is very useful, or like electricity is very useful. Yeah, it's really of service. And if you watch how many appliances it it runs in a kitchen, I mean, what what can you imagine if the toaster thought it was making the toast? You know, then it wouldn't receive rye, maybe. I don't like um, the hint of rye bread, you know. <laughs> Ethnically, to connect, I'm not accepting rye. I only want Wonder Bread, you know. And then, if what happens if the toast got toast got burned, it would have a giant story. I'm a bad toaster, or I have only two slots. And then look at that one. It's stainless steel at eight slots. Man, it's much better. I could have been that, but I did something wrong not to be able to be that. Yeah, it just riffs on the idea of being a toaster. Well, what actually allows it to function? is the electricity. Electricity is just energy, unbiased. It gets directed through wires, and whatever energy enters, it facilitates it acting based on the function of the appliance. But the washing machine isn't going to make toast. You know what I mean? (laughs) And so, the whole point is, 
that's in a sense happening to us. Energy is manifesting, and we are part and parcel of that. But in a weird way, when the energy passes through through us, and then aliveness appears, there's a mental reaction to it, which is like claiming it and saying somehow that I have something to do with the facilitation of the electricity. Yeah, somehow I'm like the owner of the electricity or the doer of the electricity, where the electricity is just unbiased energy. Yeah, if you have if you have the right like uh, line and you have the appliance, it's gonna work. So what we're doing is talking on. We're like an machine. We're like an appliance to have an experience. We have basically six doors for that experience to occur. Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, the basic five senses, yeah? And if you have heard of Buddhism, they believe the mind, the condition, the way mind is, is another sense. So you're sensing thoughts. Like, I can see that bird. So I can see a thought fly by. just a different kind of vision. And when I say seeing, I'm not saying just a vision type of seeing. Seeing is awareness to me. And it sees in five peculiar ways. Feeling, tasting, touching, and hearing. If you had an appliance that could have 40 gates, you would be having, you would be seeing through 40 gates. Or maybe there was different senses that you could have. And if you could have 800 senses, there would be 800 gates. The gates don't define the, the awareness. Yeah? They just facilitate the awareness. Yeah? So our limitations don't make that limited. Yeah? Our limitations do not limit mind. Yeah? The, the limitations of a toaster, like if you pour a smoothie or a juice drink in, and think it's just going to make a smoothie, it's going to short-circuit it, yeah? For us, like alcoholics, if you add alcoholism or drugs, it short-circuits the, our appliance, yeah? We start thinking, well, it's moral issue. It's not a moral issue. It's sort of like if you put a certain thing in the appliance that you are that has alcoholism, it's going to short-circuit that fucking appliance. It's not to have an experience, to have an experience with another. Yeah, you need another to have a me, and then the, you need a me to have another. You need an object to have a subject, and you need, you need a subject to have an object. We're participating in facilitating that role. Yeah? Like it says in that great Zen treatise, you know, a subject needs an object to be a subject, an object needs a subject to be an object. You know, it's just the way it goes. We're facilitating, or an activity of facilitating energy to manifest in various ways and to have all these different connections and, all, and possibilities. And then suddenly, 
our certain appliance has this one little computer chip in it, which is selfie. Yeah. It wasn't there to begin with. Yeah. It didn't have all these biases for what post it was going to make when it first became a poster. It got customized by a mental process, and now it's yes and no, here and there, high and low, close and far, love and hate. Yes, And you're the, the axis, all of that lazy Susan of bullshit revolves around yeah you <laughs> one day you're feeling great next day you're not one day feeling great makes you something next day you're feeling not that makes you something you're constantly constantly being made into something yeah but in fact all you are is an appliance or a facilitator for an experience now if there was a choice it would, it would seem to man, you know, it's really cool manifesting as a toaster, but there's some, there's a lot of heartache in that, you know what I mean? A lot of toast doesn't come my way. <laughs> Things aren't cooking the way I want. I got no butter for the toast, <laughs> for jelly. But maybe it would be better if I entertained the, the electricity, because that seems to be unrivaled. It seems to be constantly flowing, it it's always available at all times, it doesn't seem to be driven by opinions about what facilitation is going to, to, to uh, get behind yeah. it seems to be in a whole different realm than me as the toaster so follow back the toaster who is this toaster so to speak yeah? da -da -da -da. and maybe we get into the lines of the juice and then the juice reveals a lot it reveals the, to the toaster it ain't the toaster <laughs> the toaster is just a momentary facilitator of an eternal juice yeah? I feel like most of us are just suffering from an over emphasis on being the toaster yeah? even though the electricity is, a, is expressing every second we're in the story of being the toaster so in a way our out from the story is always available at all times as long as the story of being a toaster is going on, the quote-unquote solution to it is going on. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's love. Really. If you seem to be in a dilemma, and there's a, and there's a solution, and it's available all the time, right where you are, I would say that's love in a way. Yeah. And you can twist yourself into a knot, and get that the solution, all the while the knot's being twisted. Because it's in a field of of the knot. Yeah. Of course the mind loves to, you know, to do what it is to program is to do this to tunnel down. Close uh, uh, aperture. You could call it the aperture of self-centeredness, yeah? Everything's very closed. And it's, you seem to be beyond it, but you're not. You believe you're observing it all as this authentic self, but you're not. You are a facilitator. This is never going to be the electricity. As this, yeah? So here you are, you're in the consequential level, like the Course would say. This used to always irritate the hell out of me when I wanted to get into a great story. It says, you are never upset for the reason you think. Wow, fuck. <laughs> that really used to piss me off, because I had a lot of reasons why I was upset, quite a lot. And it would just stop it. You're never upset for the reason you think. What? You're taking that away from me? That's the only thing I can enjoy is being right. 
That's up, yeah? So here, whatever's going on, which we don't have much clarity about, but we have a lot of ideas around, don't we? The mind just gives us tons of reasons why it's the way it is. But it's not the way it is. It's in flux, isn't it? Constantly in flux. We want to freeze the picture of a cloud and make it stable. Yet the, the thing that it's in is moving. Yeah? The whole place is rotating and moving. Yet we want to stabilize it. Same like this. This is constantly flexing. But we want to stabilize it with this, like a flagpole like a we can plant and from there claim everything as ours. Yeah? It's an imaginary flagpole. day, no matter what position you think you take, you're in, you can be knocked off it like that. Yeah. Anytime you think you're in a position, you're going to be attacked. By your own thoughts. Yeah. They're going to underride whatever position you think you're in. That's what they do. They're like little termites eating away. So a hundred people love you that day, but one person gives you a little sneer. Your mind obsesses over that. Because that's what it gets to be. It gets to be right. Fundamentally wrong, and I'm really right about it. There is no relief here. There's no all the court cases that you're in, and you've been convicted by in that mental court. You're not going to get parole. There's no fucking probation. You've got one of those ankle bracelets. Wherever you go, it's beeping. You come here, peace. I can't know. Peace can't be. You know, it just goes on and on. The thing is, what would happen if it was brought into light? Maybe all the convictions would be annulled. Yeah? Maybe they'd be voided. Who knows? But you're not going to get out of here being here. <laughs> no freaking way. Yeah? There's no way. You're not gonna, your mind's not going to let up. You're not going to reach a point where it says, Good job, Paul. Good job. Here's your gold star that's going to last for the rest of your life. No, you're an urban renewal project. That's all you are. It's constantly working, complaining, constructing. Yes. So feelings, yes. Feelings are very, very juicy. Very, very juicy. And they want to provoke a story. Yeah. The mind loves when the, it's like when it can map, wrap a feeling around an idea because it can really move on that. As soon as you give it the go-ahead, like you buy it to run, you're on a stream of thought that can destroy something. Whatever, whatever that seemed to you, worked hard for all your life can be, like they say in AA, you know, you have 24 years of surprise, a long time to get to where you are. One drink can collapse that in a, an hour. One drink can erase all the seeming stability in your life. One drink, 24 years, one day. I see people go out on Friday, they're fucked, totally fucked Saturday. <laughs> totally. I mean, here you have to see destruction happens much faster than construction. <laughs> it just does, yeah? Destruction is takes a while to build a house, takes about five minutes to blow it up. <laughs> <laughs> If you take this, if that self, that feeling of being a self is being taken seriously, the thoughts that are about it have to be taken seriously. You can't separate the two. Yeah? 
the seriousness gets conveyed through the thought system about that one thought called Paul. If you're serious about that, you'll be serious about the thoughts. They'll always enter the council room and they'll be weighed and debated. They're fucking lies most of the time. Yeah, they're all about what's not happening. But you and I can bring it in and let it have an influence in what's happening. Yeah? As soon as we... Oh, yeah. person's fucking... It's in. Yeah? And then see what it does. So there is a solution. Obviously, the ultimate one is that it's an imaginary problem. When that stabilizes, you can travel light on a consistent basis. Yeah? But if not, at least you can hold on to the idea that there is a solution. So there's self and not-self, and then there's neither. The neither is the real deal, let's say. But let's say, in a pragmatic way here, there's the sense of the self, and then there's a sense of not being a self. Yeah? Behavior streams from both. From both uh, rivers, from both sources, from both reservoirs, streams of meaning come through the the appliance, yeah? So from the meaning, from self-centeredness, a certain stream of meaning will come. You've witnessed or seen quite a lot of it. It doesn't have any more new ideas, yeah? We've entertained all the possibilities self-centeredness can provide and, and offer, yeah? It offers hope. All of its solutions are based in time. The warranty or the expiration date is usually past due when you get that solution. <laughs> so it's a problem, and so on and so forth. Then there's another aspect of mind. You want to call it non-self. Well, that aspect of mind also streams through this, and it streams a lot of meaning. And that meaning may be much more conducive to the mind itself. Yeah? You may be able to travel lighter. It may, be, it may provide a buoyancy where instead of being constantly faced down on the consequential level, you're floating on it and you're looking up. Yeah? And so you can sense that. Instead of looking on the river that's moving you, why, 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 and all the rocks underneath it, you're floating on it and you see, see, just see. The mind expands. It comes out of the closet and it expands. It comes out of that convoluted self-centered posture, that yogic posture it's been like frozen in for 30 years. It's a master of the yoga or of the self. And then it comes out, and then that's how you, that's what you feel. You may give an interpretation of it as, oh, I think big, bigger today. I feel large. I feel expansive. I feel light. All that is, is a conception to try to indicate a sense of expansion. So you come out of the consequential level. So here you are, here you are, and then the mind opens up. And the funny thing is, as the mind's opening up, you seem, it's not true, but it seems to be moving back, too. Yeah? And it gets to a point where it passes you. <laughs> so there's no idea of an say from the electrical point of view not from the appliance point of view you see the appliance yeah and that's a very very deep recognition of the activity of your own nature it has a huge impact on you here yeah when you see that you're not that which the whole mind is beholden to and cherishes and just revolves around 
and especially that one rightness you feel about yourself, that one rightness that no convincing will ever let that go. When that is seen not to be you, that's that's like that's like a living scripture. You've got it in a sense. You've seen it. Now let it be let it see, you know? Don't then you see the mind trying to rush up and get behind it and claim it, you see that also. You see and then if you just honor the sense of that freedom, it seems to sort of stabilize for your mind, yeah. The mind now doesn't have to go anywhere to get it, doesn't have to have any memories of once having it, and doesn't have any hope to once get it, of a future get it, because it's in. It's in. It's in. You're living from there, yeah? And so now the solution isn't an idea or a thought or something you can acquire, but it's a living activity. And that's what you want. You want to have something that works where the rubber hits the road, I'd say. Like right now. time we go back into some thought about yesterday or a thought about the future, what's really being remembered is you. You have to be remembered. Yeah? In moments when you're doing something you love and that's disengaged, there's no sense of Z or all or anyone else. Yeah, Because there's no remembering of it. Yeah? Because the engagement with life is, 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 is like very... Uh, complete in a sense. There's no need for a memory. So you're not trying to claim anything, and there's a freedom from that bondage of self at that time. Sometimes you say it's because you did that activity, but it's just a sample of your own mind. Yeah? It wasn't brought about by the serpent. The serpent just facilitated it so that the mind could see. Yeah? But what every thought? When you have a thought about yesterday, what's remembered? You in yesterday. When you have a thought about the future, what's being remembered? You. Yeah? You're not being remembered in the future. It's the obsession with the future that is used to remember you. Yeah? The future, it doesn't give a shit about the future. It uses the future to remember itself. And it uses the past to remember itself. Because it's not so. It has to be conjured up. It's an appearance in mind. It's not real. It's not it has no authenticity. It's a mental fabrication that has to constantly be remembered. When you didn't have a memory when you were a kid, there was no sense of self. And there was no tool called language that the mind could use to remember itself. Because that's what it does. It's using language to remember itself. Yeah? It's using language to remember itself as a noun, a past noun, a future noun, yeah, and a present noun. It's one of the biggest heists of all time, in a way. <laughs> it's so incredible because you have a childhood that definitively proves if you believe that you're a body or you, you were whatever was facilitating through that body, proves that there was no self to a certain period of time, and yet... It's just unbelievable. It's just, I mean, no evidence can break through the, the dream. You know? No evidence can break through the stubbornness of it. Yeah? It just, you know? I mean, do you have any memory of when you were eight months? Do you have a memory from there? No, most people don't. 
in my memory start maybe at three. Most people don't have that memory. And there's nothing to remember you. You don't have any vague sense of what it was like then, do you? Because there's no you to know what it was like. The you, when it, when the mind says, oh, I, I know what it was like, that's just a, a, a facilitation of remembering itself. It has no fucking idea. I have no idea. I go back to New York and I talk about an incident and every one of my friends who was in the incident have a different story of the incident. Everyone, additional minds using each story for the same, the, the same job, which is to remember. Remember JB, remember It doesn't. It is. It cannot be what it wants to be remembered as. <laughs> it cannot be what it wants to be remembered as. It wants to be remembered as a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, a person who was misunderstood, who had great potential. <laughs> Whatever it wants to fucking learn. <laughs> Open. Your most prized possession will be seen to be an article and content. Yeah. <laughs> you, the most prized possession of all, and where most of your attention and interest goes to, will be seen as just an object and content. Nothing right or wrong with that. But what it facilitates is consciousness. Wow. Awareness, whatever you want to call it. Aren't you interested or curious about that? What is it that's fueling my experience all day? What is it that that's allows me to think in such a small way or not think and be in such a large sense? What is that? Is it you? The yeah. My function as this is to perceive things. Yeah? To perceive things as other than me perceive a world that's real, to believe that there's time, and to believe, I don't know what to make of space, so we just don't even know what to do, we're just dwelling on things appearing in space. We're moving supposedly, and we don't feel like we're moving at all, do we? (laughs) We're like, we're wondering why it's hard to climb up the hill. We know one's going to a cafe and talking about the effects of gravity today, are they? Oh, gravity was really hard on me. Left shoulder, see it's bent down more. Towards me today. No one the fuck even notices gravity. Yet it has a huge effect on this thing that we seem to want to be all day. Yet we have no idea of the effects of gravity. Yeah. And then you think you're strong, and you just do these tests. Chimpanzees are four times stronger than humans. Fuck that. You never know how much you put weight. You think to be stronger than an ape. Yeah. They can jump higher, and they're more aggressive. transcend this that this as this it's impossible but if you're not this that could be what you would call a transcendence the transcendence is being right here right now that's the transcendence this is how transcendence looks <laughs> it really does it looks exactly like this yeah <laughs> 
last person who lets themselves off a hook is the person himself or herself. Is it? Some people are unconsolable. No matter how many people they have surrounding them that wants to console them, they're unconsolable because there's this thing of rightness there, yeah? And that rightness is like the first bite of the parasite. It's like the first thing. Yeah, it's like the one when that when that gets released, the parasite loses its power over the host. Yeah. That feeling of being right. You know what I mean? That deep one. You don't share it with that. You may share a lot about it, but no matter what people say, you still think you're right about it. You know? I don't deserve love, let's say. You know, that's a big one. Yeah? And then there's a big pantomime gets played out about that. You, you facilitate someone else's well-being, a therapist, because you pay them 20 years of therapy to go over <laughs> once you get through your family of origin conditioning, you got to go to your Martian you know, you're interstellar therapist yes, you're from the stars, we've got to trace your lineage back, that one star is why you're this the way you are, you got some bad stardust in there it just goes on and on and on. You don't see that the mind can make up a historical problem right now? <laughs> you think it's that limited? You think that the mind itself, the traditional mind, is playing by the rules of time? Do you believe so? Do you actually believe that the past is prior to the present and then the future is later? The mind plays around. This feeling of being a self is is produced yet when you feel that which is a production you feel like you're prior to the production so mind plays with history mind plays with time you believe that you were here before the process that's making the feeling of being you <laughs> you believe it you'll even claim to be the one who's selfing driving yourself crazy that's like a double whammy isn't it how crazy are you going to be if you're the one who's driving yourself crazy? Yeah? How, when are you going to stop? How far can... Where does it stop? If you're, if you're driving yourself crazy, how the hell is that? How crazy is that? Well, how crazy is that you're that crazy to drive this... On, you know? Where's it going to end? The point is, you are driving yourself fucking crazy. There's just mind. Mind is in flux because it's ignorant of certain activities or certain ideas right now. That's what it's doing. Its response is perfect. It's, let's say its reaction is perfect. Perfect based on the conditions it seems to be in. From here, therefore, that's how it appears. It's a perfect reaction. Read the tea leaves. See it. It's always going to bring you back to mind, the essence of mind. Everything that's appearing here, if you want to if you want to, it's not, you don't want to go farther out to find the truth. You go back. Yeah? Not more, let's, get, let's scrutinize my, my thoughts. Go back. See that, yeah, back here, you just see it says it's a thought system. They're not your thoughts. You didn't go shopping one day and pick your thought system. You're not at fault. Just like when you're an alcoholic, it says in the first step, your palace over alcohol and your life became unmanageable. If your palace over alcohol, 
was whatever you did, there was no real choice to it, was there? It's sort of like dancing with a gorilla. You're going to stop when the gorilla wants to stop. Yeah. Yet, what does the mind do? It still takes, it still holds on to the sense of being the doer of all that behavior when you were loaded. What, yet you're not doing any of that behavior now when you're not loaded. But you were doing it, you did do it when you were loaded. You don't see the connection. There's always this primary me that was constant. I should have known better. No, you didn't. No, you should have known. You should not have known better. If you'd known better, then what, what was going to manifestation wouldn't have gone through into the, into the point of manifestation. Yeah? You're not the arbinger of things. Things are decided way back here. And then whatever that is expresses, and we're the facilitator of that expression. We're not the spigot. We're not at the spigot point. We're down the hose. <laughs> We're way down the hose. We're that fourth crimp in the hose. That's why it's going that way. We're that. We're the manifestation of that crimp. So if I was powerless, if I found all the drugs in my body, well, hell's going to break loose. Yeah? There's no rules of engagement then. Anything can possibly happen. Yeah, someone 24 years or sober hasn't been seen a policeman in 24 years. Drinks that next day, he's having an intimate relationship with the policeman. Yeah, just like that. What's the biggest influence? You or the drug or the drink? The drug or the drink? Hell's going to come so fucking fast, and it's going to have you so overwhelmed so quickly, you won't know what hits you. Yeah? And it's going to take a long time to receive. What? And then just do it stays, you know? You ever get, when I used to get in trouble, I'd do an insight, there would be a decision based on self that put me in a position to be hurt, and I act out. But that acting out caused consequences for months and months and months. Your analysis tests. Having to go to a probation officer. All for one fucking act on a Friday night between 8.05 and 8.07. <laughs> Lasted years. <laughs> this is called manifestation, isn't it? Something is expressing and extending here. And manifesting, manifesting the law like crazy. We're just that chemical action. Awareness. Without awareness, there would be no reveling in the experience here. We have the light to illuminate what's happening so that people notice you 
believe your house is on fire, then get close to some pails of water, yeah? But don't believe that's what's so. That's just what, how it's appearing, yeah? What if what's so isn't, cannot be defined by any form that is appearing. It's just not the way it goes, yeah? Follow it back. Maybe you'll get relief prior to the uh, explosion. Like my friend, intuition gets intuition. This thing isn't right, but we stay with that thing because we feel like we're going to get something out of it or some crazy construction of mind. And then all hell breaks loose. Yeah? What would happen if there was a positive now? Maybe the next time the intuition drops in, you'll follow it. You'll see. So you talk about skillful means in Buddhism. That's skillful means. You see the unskillful means of living out of self, and then you see the skillful means of living from or participating in the idea of not self. Yeah? See which one works better for you. See what, which one brings about what the mind may be truly looking for, which is like peace, absence of agitation, you know, reliability in an unreliable place. Yeah. Knowing its parameters, knowing what is permissible and not permissible, not right or wrong, or morally this, or spiritually that, but what works or doesn't work for you. Yeah? If you live under in those parameters, then you can be free range in those parameters. Yeah? And maybe you'll be used to be available and to be of service to others. Maybe you'll be open to receive the help when you need it. Yeah. All that stuff. The mind will come out of it, and it's a many splendid thing when it does. You'll see it will manifest in so many wild ways that, uh, like the download of that is just, you're just mind boggled how, how like, infinitely multiple dimensional it is. Yeah. That from where I was looking at it from, the way I was attempting to frame it, I was going to get like, like half of a centimeter when I was going to let go of my way, my idea of that, or my higher its own understanding, instead of my understanding, or my not understanding, but its own understanding, then those revelations expanded the frame of how life is seen from this bring any carpenter in or a framework uh, just entertaining that and expanded the frame of how life's held now yeah and I've been let off the hook there's no work on the next construction job yeah <laughs> there's no pulling out the blueprints of how things could be better I swear to God the whole construction is <laughs> let go yeah I don't sit home and think about should I surf or not? I want to surf, I go surf if I can. If money is available, I do the job, I do that job. It's not like a big debate. We just go along with life. Ideas just it's like a, a snake molting skin, yeah. The snake's not molting the skin, condition, and then the skin starts molting. What happens? We're in a new time and condition, and then the skin.
trying to figure out how to pare yourself down, you'd be adding on. You'd be adding much more on. But life tends to sculpture in a new way, and you just travel lighter. Travel lighter through the consequences and situations of your life. Yeah. You don't go to a, like a, a manifest nirvana. You just travel lighter through life. There's no place you're going to end up that's going to be blissfully great every day, probably. Even if it was, you may not be blissfully great. <laughs> Just travel, travel later. That's the point. So, yeah. Any questions today? That's why we tend to, you know, 